All right, we're live. Hi, everyone. Hey, everyone. You're listening to Small Business and Deal Making Podcast with David C. Barnett, where we discuss buying, selling, and growing small and medium-sized businesses while managing risk. If you're looking to enjoy some freedom and want to discover your true calling and becoming your own boss, or if you already own a business and are looking to expand, grow, or get ready to exit, then you've come to the right place for information, knowledge, and thought-provoking opinions. That's right? a great that's a great intro. Well, we're going to be talking about that today because it's it's on our agenda. And uh, I, I can see that people are already starting to come into the live stream. And uh, I want to welcome everyone and people who are going to be watching or listening to the replay afterwards. What uh, what are we talking about today? You, you built an agenda before the meeting started so that we would be organized. Absolutely. It's my job, right? <laughs> All right, so today we're going to start off with your weight loss update because that seems to be a theme that you have. Yes. Every time you want to come on, it's like, okay, where are you at? So you want to know now? Okay. So Yeah, tell us. Tell us what's going on with your weight loss. So um, on Boxing Day, the day after Christmas, I weighed in at 241 pounds. And a couple days ago, I weighed in at 201 so oh. it's officially 40 pounds. This morning I weighed myself, I'm at 202, but you know, it kind of bobbles around. But the direction is correct. You know, I'm continuing to lose weight. And again, it's uh, as the weather's, weather's getting nicer, I'm doing more and more outdoor activities too. But my workout routine really hasn't changed. It's uh, the vitamin D thing I'm continuing with. And um, I'm just not as hungry. I'm not snacking as much. And um, my goal was to hit my ideal weight according to an online calculator that I found. It's called the U.S. Navy method for determining ideal weight, which said that my for my height and my age, it was 196. So I'm five pounds away from hitting it. And my, my deadline for my goal was May 22nd, which is the opening day of Parley Beach, which is the beach here. So, yeah, I, I'm awesome. pretty confident. I'm pretty confident. And how about you? How have you been doing? I've gained some weight. And you know what? I think, I think honestly, it's contributed. Like you said, you, you haven't snacked as much. You know, haven't felt as hungry. But I'm like the total opposite. I, I have done a lot of um, like after supper snacking and not the good kind, like not just popcorn. Like the other day I made a fully loaded nachos. And I've never, I've never done that before. I've never made like fully loaded nachos with like the beef and the, um, refried beans and all the fans, cheese. And I, I loved it. It was so good. My husband was like, oh my God, this is amazing. But it's really bad for you <laughs> to eat something like that so late in the night. And, you know, it could cause things like for you to not sleep well. So I yeah, I, I completely cut that out. And also the gourmet donuts in town, like mm. I'm obsessed with them. Yeah. Every time I drive by that place, uh, there's at least three people waiting outside. And uh, I began to wonder if they were props. Like, are these hired actors to make the place look busy? At all. I, don't, I don't think they are. <laughs> no, they're, they're fans. They're just fans of it. And I think the other reason why they're so delicious is, I mean, you have the fast food donut shops around. Like for us in Canada, we have Tim Hortons. And the gourmet donut place, I think, their donuts are just made just so fresh and they'll last a couple days. Other places, like they just go stale so quickly. 
Mm, yeah. Um, there's actually a new donut factory opening up in my neighborhood. Uh, Mrs. Dunster's from Sussex. They're, they're building a plant right now and it's going to be, they like supply grocery stores. So that's like a big factory for donuts. And uh, everyone's assuming that there's going to be like a, you know, like a, a misshaped or like a reject cheapo deal where you can go in and like grab a bag of weird shaped donuts for really cheap. So that, that'll be the big danger around here, but hope, it's a good thing I don't like donuts. So <laughs> how do you not like donuts? My God. All right. So um so what's next on our agenda? Well, we wanted to talk about the 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 podcast intro because we we actually got a really great comment uh from a gentleman who's in the communications industry who made a suggestion about how I was introducing the show because I was just saying uh, welcome to davidcbarnett.com, the blog site and YouTube channel. And I was listing where you could find it. And he was saying, hey, you know, people know where to find it because they're listening to you. Maybe you should use the intro to be, you know, give a more robust message about what the show is about, which then led Yat Long and I to take his suggestion and we worked on it a little bit. And, um, and so I tried it out here when I brought in the show today. And then we also raised the question of like, what, what on earth is, does the show have a name? Because I mean, when I set up the YouTube channel on YouTube, it was just under David Barnett. And when I set up the audio feed on SoundCloud, it asked me, what is the name of your show? And I just put small business and deal making because that's what I talk about. But there's never really been any sort of marketing effort into creating a brand or or a label or what have you for the show. And so I we were talking about this yet long and I, and we thought, hey, why don't we bring it up to the audience and see what they say? because some of the best suggestions that, that we get are from the people audience. that you know, right? Yeah. From the audience. And we have, we actually have a comment, David. David, we yeah. have a comment from who um, suggested that we should name and it should be the, re it's called the Real Business Podcast. So he's suggesting you should change it to the Real Business Podcast. Now, now I, I like that, but but it creates the insinuation that any other business podcast is like fake business stuff. So, yeah. it's, it's, you know, and there's a lot of that out there. There's a lot of fake business stuff out there. But but I mean, I have I met other great people that have shows that are very very good. So so this one I'm kind of on the fence about, but um, let's let's see what other people say because because I'm definitely open to it. Because I think that as this thing grows, um, the the podcast and the discussions and everything uh, has sort of taken on a life of its own apart even from what I do day to day. I mean, Absolutely, yeah. I mean, originally the podcast is just a basically a giant commercial for my consulting work. So like, um, so yeah, so if if you're tuning in and you know you're online or you're live with us right now please um give us your suggestions and we have another one oh just hey good to see you <laughs> so so paul is a is a former colleague of mine from uh from my from my working past hey paul how are you doing today um Hi. It's, it's good to see that people are joining on i kind of like the live thing it's, it's a lot of fun um so we so we're working on the intro and we're working on your suggestions for the name of the show, but we're here really because we've got a big party that we're planning, right? Up next month. Yes. Cheers. Th this is a big deal. Okay, so three years ago in May, uh, I decided to start the Business Buyer Adventure Group Coaching Program, 
And you know, I'll, I'll put the URL up on the screen there for people that want to go check it out. But basically, I had been I had created Business Buyer Advantage, the online course, based on a full day seminar I'd been doing for a couple of years about how to buy a business where I was teaching people how you go through this process, what you look for, how you analyze the deal, et cetera. And I was getting a lot of feedback from people who wanted more. They said, you know, I want more, I want more. So I tried a couple of different iterations of a way to create a group program uh, that people could go through and it would have a start and a finish. And the idea was to help people get through this process of buying a business. But here's the, the struggle is that whenever I would try to launch a certain start date, it wouldn't work for a lot of people. Or I would put a realistic timeline on it, like a one year program. And people would say, well, I don't have a year or, or, or what have you. And I knew that it takes most people a while like to do an operation like this. And so I eventually came up with this idea of creating a program that people could join and leave whenever they needed to or were done with it. And that's what I started in May of 2018 now. I can't believe it's been that, that many, that's been that long. But um, it just keeps growing and growing. Um, and the, we've got some celebrations planned. We've got some special things that we're going to be doing. Um, and so I wanted to talk a little bit about that because, um, well, it's exciting. Well, why don't we defer to some of the things that some other people have said who, and, and so here's what I did is I sent out an email to people that are in the group and also people who were in the group and have left. And I said, I'm looking for some comments to get some ideas about what we can share with people in the audience about what this group is all about. So you, you want to read uh, the first one there that we've picked? Yeah, um, hold on one second. Um, yeah, so we got a testimonial um, from uh, JH from New Jersey. And he says, um, happy three year anniversary. I took the Advantage program and I am just getting started with the Adventure program. I really love the thoroughness and the data-driven, level-headed approach Dave takes to buying a business in an acquisition with both significant potential, but also large downside risk. I think that I will be well-prepared to make the right decision and limit my down downside. Keep up the great work. So JH uh, is in New Jersey and has been in the program less than a month. So that is someone's initial reaction to getting inside. Because when you when you get inside, in order to kind of catch up with the rest of the people that are in the group, you go through this, this onboarding system called The Next Step, where there's like a workbook you go through and there's a spreadsheet you fill out. You meet with me. I help you narrow down your target market of what kind of business you want to go after. But then there's all the other information. So there's the expert calls. Next month, there'll be 36 of them in there. Um, and then there's the adventure calls, the recordings of all the group meetings. And each one of those calls, and there's almost 100 of them now, uh, each one of those calls deals with different, different real-life topics of people buying a business in that moment, whether they're talking to sellers or they're negotiating or they're talking with bankers or they're trying to work out you know, any other aspect of the deal. And... And this is what was great because when people were asking me for, to do more beyond business buyer advantage, people were asking for business buyer advantage 2.0. And I said, I don't really know what to put in, but right. because we have this group, the questions and feedback that keep surfacing are what drives the new content. So it's, it, it really works well. What uh, we have another one there. You want to read? Yeah, sure. Okay. So uh, one of your clients said, 
This is a great group to be a part of. Members have a wide range of experiences, all smart people with rich business backgrounds, but makes the group interactions always very helpful. Dave has the ability to quickly see through the fog, which are the which are the most relevant issues, and he quickly points out points people in the right direction. I've been in multiple group interactions during the calls and in the Facebook group. Participating in the adventure group accelerates the understanding of what truly hiring a small business, how to interact with brokers, how to approach buyers, what to, and what to search for. It's a great way to leverage a collection, a collective knowledge. I haven't bought my business yet. Being in the group likely helped already helped me avoid buying something I shouldn't have bought and helped me better define what is a good fit for me. I'm staying in the group for the unseeable future and highly recommend people to join if they are serious about buying a business. And that's from Marcelo from Toronto, Ontario in Canada. Yeah, and, and, and Marcelo joined last year and uh, he highlights something that's really, I think a big advantage of, of the program is that <clears throat> you're in a group. And, and so it's not just that I'm talking to a bunch of people all at once. It's, there's a high degree of interaction between the people in the group. We have a, a private Facebook group where people will share things that they've found or post a comment or a question, and other people in the group uh, are answering some of those. So um, the makeup of the group, basically about half the people in there are already business owners that are looking to grow through acquisition. So, And then the other half are people who have a job of some kind that want to buy a business because they want to leave that employment. And... Um, and so what's interesting is that in a lot of ways, some of the people who don't yet own a business may ask questions about what it's going to be like when they're doing certain things in a business. And the business owners in the group are answering those questions. And some of the people in the group have already done acquisitions in the group. And they're you know sharing bits of information and feedback from their deals in order to help the people that are planning and doing deals. So it's the the there really is a synergy and an enhanced value in all the different people that are in there working with each other. Right. Um, yeah. Another one there. Yeah. I, I have another here. one. Yeah. Okay. This is from someone who took the program, but did not end up buying a business, but had really good things to say. Mm -hmm. So um, let me start here. Hi Dave thank you for the program. It was very uh, interesting. We didn't end up buying a business but at least four times we have avoided bad deals offered by brokers or sellers. Actually, the first business we saw was exciting enough to, to make a deal. Luckily, we already knew the concept of subsidizing a business with free hours by the owners and realizing it was a death trap. So we think at least in this sense, it was time and money well spent. And that's from Gregory and Marina from uh, um, Ottawa, Ontario, and Canada. Yeah, um, another great example. So um, a lot of times when people will contact me because they want to buy a business is they'll they'll ask me about the success rates, uh, how many people have joined this program that have bought a business. And I'm keeping track of that. Um, and it's, it's a lot, uh, many orders of magnitude higher than the general marketplace. Um, there's, it's hard to know what the true numbers are in the general marketplace, but some of the averages I've heard is that for every business that's for sale, there's 10 people out there looking to buy one. Um, and a lot of them, of course, never ever do a deal. So, but the, the other angle to success 
Um, as Warren Buffett says, one of the most important things about keeping yourself wealthy is to avoid doing bad deals, right? Is to avoid losses, I think is the way he terms it. And so what Greg and Marina are pointing out in this email is that a lot of people come to the group and they find deals that are exciting to them. And then they'll see through doing a little bit of analysis that they're really not good deals at all. And just learning what things to avoid is can be a huge success in itself, even if you don't end up doing a deal. Right. Yeah. Um, what else? We got another one there? Oh, we have another one. Um, okay. This is from Mike S. from Orange County, California in the U.S. It says, I've been a member for over a year. In addition to in-depth education, there is a valuable osmosis component hearing a variety of life scenarios. I recommend this group to those highly focused as well as those just getting started. Yeah. And, and and that's Mike in California. He he joined a little over a year ago, I think, and he's looked at quite a few different businesses. And, um, you know, I'm in Canada, um, but my training is from organizations based in the U.S. And most of the people that I work with are in the States. Uh, people who often ask, you know, um, what is the makeup of the group as far as where in the world people are? And I think we're probably about 70% of the members are in the States. And then there's a, a big contingent from uh, Canada and uh, we have a member in Asia too. So, um, and it, over the course of time, we've had members in Australia and New Zealand. Um, so we've had representation from all different parts of the world. Um, but we have another one there. Let's go for another one. All right. Um, okay, here's another one. And this person also did not end up buying a business, but took the mm -hmm. program. Even though I didn't buy a business, I found the adventure group to be very educational and supportive. It was very helpful to hear other business buyers' real-life examples of the problems they were encountering during their search and acquisition process and the potential solutions you advise. And that's from Mike S. Uh, Mark. Mark S. Sorry, and, sorry, Mark S. Yeah, and, and Mark was in the group for about a year, too, and, and, and looked at quite a few businesses and um, didn't find one that worked for him. And and at the end of the day, what ended up happening with Mark is uh, he moved to a new job. And a lot of the things that were sort of motivating him, I think, uh, in looking for something new or different uh, changed when he got into that new employment. And, and, and that's the fluidity of people's lives, right? I mean, people's goals change over the course of time. Um, if you're enjoying the live cast, please give me a thumbs up. I, yeah, we need the thumbs up for the YouTube algorithm. Um, that's awesome. And uh, there's one more here. I'll, I'll take a stab at this one. And this is uh, from Oswaldo in Texas. And he said, here's an Oswaldo. It, it, again, um, Oswaldo joined. He was in the group maybe for about half a year. Uh, and then he left the group. Um, but I had a conversation with him just the other day because since leaving the group, he found another opportunity. And then he he came and engaged with me to for a little bit of consulting to look at the deal at hand. But he writes, here's how the group helped me. He learned the different ways to negotiate and structure deals. He learned about the motivation of sellers and how to test some of that stuff. Um, he learned about some of the, the common things that sellers are looking for um, and why, where their motivations come from. Um, he learned about how deal flow is key. And I talk about this all the time. You want, if you only ever have one thing that you're looking at, then you'll feel like you're under pressure or you need to figure out how to do that deal. But if you've worked on your deal flow, if you always have new opportunities coming up for you, you're never going to feel like you have to do a deal. And this is so critical 
because <clears throat> the only true power, the only true negotiating leverage a buyer has is to be able to walk away and not do a deal. That's the only true leverage that you have. Um, and then what, and Oswaldo sent a list of bullet points. Um, the other thing is to continue to follow up even after your, your offer has been turned down. You never know what the seller will be going through in the future. And we've had other people in the group who've followed up and kept in touch with people over the course of uh, a year before finally doing a deal. Um, and then he talks about multiple offers, um, examples including seller financing, cash on closing, but a low price, and then contingency on future performance. And th that was from uh, Oswaldo in Texas, some, some comments from him. So um, there's going to be more new stuff that I'm going to be announcing as the month of May unfolds, uh, both for people in the group and just to talk to people that haven't yet joined. But if you're thinking about doing Business Buyer Adventure, if you if you want to explore having more contact with me and from learning from these other people and learning from uh, people who've been through it before and all those recordings, um, there really are some great reasons to do it now. So not only are there going to be some extra bonuses and things that are going to be unfolding for the group, uh, I haven't looked at the pricing since the fall of 2019. So um, that will probably be something that will be examined after the anniversary. So it's it, it, it may actually be less of an investment to join now. Exactly. So <laughs> come on, join now. Get in on the get in on the price now. All right. So enough of that. Uh, what do we have next on the agenda? I think we're almost up to the end, aren't we? We're almost up to the end. And um, I just want to quickly uh, let our audience members know, you know, we really appreciate you guys tuning in and listening to the replay as well. Um, and also we received some further suggestions for um, podcasts for me to try to book you on. And I really, really, really appreciate um, those comments that we've received, suggestions, um, things like that. So thank you. Just want to say thank you. Yeah. To our comments, asking questions are how we develop the weekly videos. And uh, if you ever listen to somebody else's podcast and you think <clears throat> David would be a good guest on the show, please let us know through a comment. Those other hosts love hearing that their audience has identified me and said, you know, like to be able to say to a host, Someone in your audience has suggested to us that that this would be a, David would be a good guest on your show is really valuable and it makes Yat Long's job a lot easier. Um, but as far as guests on on this channel, um, Monday we've got Andrew Stotts, who is the host of a podcast, My Worst Investment Ever, and Andrew has like decades of experience in financial analysts analysis in like stock market trading and and investments, works a lot in uh, in many different levels of business, but he's going to be coming on Monday evening, um, Eastern time at 7 p.m., no, 6 p.m. Eastern uh, Monday. Um, if you go to the YouTube channel later today, there's going to be a thing where you can sign up to, for a reminder, but Andrew's going to be talking to us about six guaranteed ways to lose your money. And... Gosh. <laughs> and, and six six strategies to win. So so he's and believe me, he's worked with hundreds, if not thousands, of, of investors over the course of his career. So he's going to be talking to us about the things he sees people do all the time to lose their money, so that we might be able to recognize that in ourselves. In the month of May, 
during the three month anniversary of Business Buyer Adventure, um, I'm going to have a couple of guests. I'm going to have Scott Smith is going to be coming from Royal Legal Solutions. He's going to be talking about asset protection for American viewers um, and strategies that his company helps people use to create these nested LLCs and other structures to help hide your assets in case someone ever wanted to sue you one day. They're going to have a lot of trouble figuring out what you own. Um, and then we have someone else who's going to come on and talk about a new and emerging threat to businesses everywhere. Yatlan, can you guess what this particularly nasty threat is to businesses? I don't know. What could this be? It sounds dangerous. It's all about cancel culture. And oh, yes. Yeah, cancel so, culture. So I'm going to have someone come on who's going to talk about her own experiences with cancel culture and how it destroyed her business. And now she's built a business in helping business owners protect themselves from potential threats of cancel culture and helping to respond to people who are in the midst of this crisis. Um, you know, it, uh, it can take years and a lot of effort to build a business into something worthwhile that makes a lot of money for someone, um, lots of investment of time and money. And then someone can come along who really doesn't have any money or any investment and they can pull the rug out from under you wreck everything, whether or not their claims or attitudes are based on anything real or not. Um, and then even if you could like accuse them and get them convicted of, you know, libel or whatever the term would be, they don't have any money. So you're not going to be able to recover anything. So this is why in this particular threat, defense is the most important thing. So that's going to be coming up on the channel too in May. And it's exciting. I'm, I'm having a lot of fun. Yeah, um, it sounds like you're going to have a good lineup. Yeah, my conversation earlier in the week with Jeff Morrill was a great one. If you haven't seen that yet, um, it's on the YouTube channel and on the audio feed. Um, and um, and for people that don't know, the audio of everything on the YouTube channel goes on to an audio feed. So if you have a podcast app on your phone, uh, whether it's iTunes, Google, Amazon, or Stitcher, many of those other ones, um, just look up David Barnett or David C. Barnett or David C. Barnett small business and deal making and you'll find me and it, so, it, so for some of these longer videos some people prefer just to listen in their car when they're driving or whatnot so 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 thumbs up thumbs up All right. and let us know let us know what do you think of our intro and if we really need to put in like a name for the show right awesome all right leave comments below and we'll see you all later have a great weekend all right bye bye